Two Vet to Skate is a podcast that contains opinions and ideas you can find anywhere else on the internet. Listener discretion is advised. Alrighty, my friends, welcome back to the show. It's good to be back. It's good to have you back. We are here again. Two Fat to Skate podcast. And how you guys doing? Doing really well. Glad good. to be back. Yep, we've got Rob back again this week. He liked his experience, enjoyed it so much from last week that he wanted to come back again, and uh, we're glad to have him back. And yeah. Welcome back, Rob. Thanks, Greg. How are, you, how, are you, how are you guys doing? It's been a long week. It feels like it's been forever since we recorded this. It's kind of flew by for me, honestly. Yeah. It's it's been a crazy week. Uh, I got a new position at work, so that was that was kind of nuts. I've been doing now. I'm doing more physical labor. My arms are all cut up from doing all this stuff at work now. Oh man, brutal. But it's not bad. So the funny thing is, what happened with me is uh, I actually had given my two weeks notice into that that position or. The company that I'm working for now, I gave them a two weeks notice because I've gotten another offer from a whole another company. Yeah. So I had two interviews, complete rainbow hair. Uh. <laughs> like I went to the interview for the first job, I like, kind of dressed up a little bit like a short sleeve polo, so you could see like all my tattoos yeah, except yeah. for my legs. Yeah. So I'm walking around, nose piercings, and yeah. tattooed rainbow hair. They give me a test, right? And I didn't do it. I didn't do this test. It was like, whatever, it's blueprint reading and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this. <laughs> but they offered me a job anyway. Good. And I was going to take yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to take it. And then my my company, they offered me another position for more money. Ah. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll take that position. So that was cool. Yeah. So I went to two interviews with Rainbow Hair. I mean, my job knows I have tattoos, but yeah. the other one didn't. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. And your job is, uh, people don't know this, your job is a corporate babysitter? <laughs> yeah. You babysit for their children and you <laughs> no. take care for them? Uh, no, now them? I'm a preventive maintenance technician, which is I go around to the CNC machines and I kind of check up on them and nice. clean them out and make sure they're not leaking or anything's not wrong with them. That's what like that. training for like the machinery when you were in the military or? Uh, no, I was, uh, so before I was just a CNC operator, I would just operate the piece of machinery. Yeah. And I wouldn't do really much else with it. So now I'm, it's much more like I got to like actually like open up the machines and yeah. like make yeah. sure that they're not le- leaking. And if there's anything majorly wrong with it, then I have to let like the regular maintenance people know about it. It's like the Mangler. Yeah. It's, like, it's just. Robert England, right? Uh, oh, yeah. You ever seen the Mangler? Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know like that. So in the military, they have. The PMs, they call them PMs, so uh-huh. I call myself PM Tech. Okay. So it's it's just like they give you a piece of like like a book in the military, and it's just like here's a list of everything to look for, yeah, yeah. do for every piece of equipment ever in the military, including tents. Jeez. Just like crazy. and you have to like checklist it, you know. So it's the same deal, only with you know the machines that I'm working with. Yeah. They just. Only now it's on a computer program, so I open up the computer program. I do everything it tells me to do and make sure everything's good for that piece of equipment. And I do it, and then I move on. Imagine being the poor guys that had to figure that stuff out prior to the book. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was probably a lot of push-ups, a lot of yelling, a lot of running. Yeah. To just, get that stuff going right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's, I, don't know, I give it to you guys for having to do stuff like that. I don't have the patience. Or the, I'm sure I can learn it. I just don't want to learn anything that complicated. It's not really that complicated if you think about it. It's yeah. just kind of like taking care of your car. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's certain things you got to do when you're taking care of your car. You know, you check your oil levels, you yeah. check your levels, 
check everything. So Air pressure like, in the tires. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. just basic I stuff suppose. like that. Our company, uh, I mean, our, we have maintenance at work, so they were kind of supposed to do that, but they get so crazy busy. Mm-hmm doing other things like fixing actual broken pieces of equipment that they can't always do that so yeah. how they created a position just for somebody to do that so I so they made a position for you yeah awesome nice pretty good and you get more money which is always yeah yeah, not a bad yeah thing. that's not a bad thing at all so well that's cool man um it's good news very positive news i took a long trip this weekend it was very long to to adopt a dog i saw that very yeah. cute yeah and you're not on facebook rob are you no, I uh, don't have anything to do with social media. My wife does. I just, uh, I've made it this long without it. I think I'll go the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah. You might want to. Just just for the, just to have like a tiny little bubble of our show and our that's true. friends. You yeah. Know, like yeah. Friends of the show. Might not be a bad idea. That way you can keep I mean, up on it. Yeah. It's, uh, Facebook is one thing, but, uh, you know, I, I try to keep in tack of all of our social medias. Yeah. That's tough. It's a full-time and it's, job. it's, yeah. So, like, after we record episodes, like, when Rick is, like, doing his thing, yeah. I'm doing my own thing for yeah. social media, like, all of the social media, so. Yeah. What would be good for you is, like, maybe organic push. Like, if you've got another other outlets, other friends, like, through text, oh, through texting oh, definitely. or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, yep. I, know, I know that you had mentioned our show to some of your friends and said that we got good feedback from last episode, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. that would be a good thing. They would just push it out organically that way so we've got, like, boots on the ground. And Yeah, when I was at work yesterday between my rounds, I just you know, did Google Spotify and Too Fat to Skate and yeah, yeah. clicked on the files and listened to them. So, cool. Yeah, it's always nice to get it somewhere. That's somebody. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah for we're, sure. We're kind of everywhere. We're, we're trying to be everywhere, yeah. Yeah, we're definitely need to be seen. We're too handsome to be sitting behind <laughs> these computers. Okay, so the, the movie we're watching today is Robot Ninja. Um, oh, look at that poster. Look at that. It's just as awesome as it sounds. Um, a scientist helps a comic book artist to become a superhero he has created in order to battle a vicious gang of rapists. Directed and written by J.R. Bookwalter, um, a cult director. He founded Tempe Films. I have a couple of his movies. I'm a big fan of his film called Ozone. Have you heard of Ozone or The Dead Next Door? Maybe The Dead Next Door. Big fans. They're just like like home video movies that were shot like in the late eighties, early nineties that are just as awesome as they sound. I, I can see so. this movie was shot in a stunning four eighty P. Yeah, four eighty P. Shot filmed on a potato. And I hope they ate the potato they filmed it on afterwards. It's worth noting that there's no other way to battle a vicious gang of rapists other than becoming a, a robot hero. ninja. Yeah. Like you you need a robot ninja to kill these guys. So Oh my god, this is the that Tim- almost looked like the Marvel, the Marvel, the Marvel yeah, I think that was intentional. Yeah, it was one hundred percent intentional. <laughs> yeah, just the comic books flipping. That was <laughs> definitely. Like, I wonder if they remastered this since it was filmed in in the late eighties or what? That's eighty nine. Yeah, I said eighty nine. They probably went back and redid the titles for this. It just makes you wonder if the original source copy is still in good condition after you know thirty some years. I'm sure. The guy who, the filmmaker, you know, he's a, he's a horror film lover. He worships, you know, like Sam Raimi and Evil Dead and all that stuff like that. I'm sure Night of the Living Dead. and So I'm sure he has an archive full of that stuff. If he founded a, a, a production company. What oh, man, costume. look at this dude. <laughs> this is the kind of movie that I would love to make with, with my friends. Just, you know, you get, you film it in a basement and you've got, you know. This guy is a knockoff shredder. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah, a little bit of a Jason reference there, but he's got the the red plastic eye covering. That's great. He just pulled out some, like, uh, claws 
like almost like Wolverine-ish. Predator. Or like what uh, Shredder has, you know. Yep. He's dressed like a maitre d'. Look at those shoulder pads he's yeah. got. And the shoulder pads have a throwing star in each one in case you doubt his <laughs> they look martial like, art prowess. They look yeah. like titties. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of to drive home the, the, the point of I'm a ninja. Remember, like, his ninjas were huge in the 80s. Yep, it all started with Ninja Turtles, and then, you know, you go, like, Chuck Norris with all of his yeah. movies. And so martial arts was definitely getting mainstream it was exposure huge. in the 80s and it 90s. Was huge. Um, Chuck, definitely the Chuck Norris. Did you have the Chuck Norris action figures, the ninjas and stuff, the red and the black one and all that? Yes, because there was a shortly ran Chuck Norris cartoon, mm -hmm. and they had action figures that went with the cartoon. Like, yep. one of them had red pants, and they'd come with, like, little tables or pallets that they could oh, yeah. hit, and the seam would yeah. fall apart. Yeah. yeah, and they had to differentiate, like, Chuck Norris toys from Rambo toys, and they made Chuck Norris the martial arts guy, and then they made Rambo, like, the like the, the marine guy, like, the, the army guy, yeah. right, the military guy. So Chuck Norris had the gi, like, the karate gi, yep. and then everything was, like, martial arts related. Where the Rambo toys just came with the machine gun or the yeah. rocket launcher or something like that. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I was I was watching this uh, video about the, the Rambo toys, the controversy with them, because they had, like... They had some um, Middle Eastern guy as one of the bad guys. Oh boy! <laughs> and he had the he had the head. What's what's that? What the, is that? The turban. Yeah, the, it was like, but it's like the one with the circle, and it has like you, we were talking about it last time with the Iron Sheik war. Oh yeah, like Sabu wear. Yeah, kind of like the Legionnaire covered the neck. And yeah, the kind of yeah, yep. the, yeah. Definitely. Oh, it's yeah. I don't know. what Kind of like the turban, but it's got the little thing on the it's back. It's like the you wear like this the circle on your head to keep it in place. He's well, anyway. That's what the guy had, and, they, and like the explanation for description for his character was like really offensive to the, which I don't blame him. I mean, it's highly offensive if you're going to make the one guy like a, yeah, the stereotypical, <laughs> the stereotypical right. guy. So. But then the uh, the Russian guy from part two that got thrown out of the helicopter, I had his action figure. I Remember did too. He had like the gray shirt, just like yeah. the sleeveless shirt. Yep, yep, I had him too. The coolest guy was uh, Doctor Hyde. Do you remember him? He had um, he had a glow like a light up head. And he had like a little ring that you you put the ring on your finger, and then you mm. like touch it into like his. He had like a metal piece on his gut, and then his head lit up. He had like a black dome on his head. Did you ever see that guy? I didn't. I had really cool. GI Joe was my mainstay. I had oh, like a yeah, whole box too. of GI Joe, but I did too. And then the Defenders of the Universe, you know, like the Flash Gordon character with Ming the Merciless. Yeah, yeah. Those guys had action yeah. figures. I had a couple of those. This yeah. is, they were everywhere in the eighties. You couldn't get away from them. Oh, definitely. I only had like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Power Rangers, and wrestlers. So that was it. That's all you had, and like maybe a couple of GI Joes. Oh yeah, man! But I loved the '80s wrestling figures, the solid one piece, like the thick rubber. I've got yeah. a couple of those in yep. my garage. I, got, I had yeah. a couple old like uh, Kevin Nash ones and stuff, and whatever. We, me and my friend, used to like play in our front porch, like you know, playing wrestling matches. And yeah, whatever. yeah. Oh, definitely. Those, I mean, the, the rubber ones are cool. I've got Piper in my garage. I've got a nice. old, old Piper that I found. You've got the ones with the action-like thing where Kevin Nash would, like, do this with his arms. Like, he's power-bombing yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, you squeeze his legs. <laughs> you're like, you're you're like, yeah, you squeeze his legs or whatever. I had a bunch of those guys. <laughs> yeah, I had a whole a whole bunch of that stuff. Yeah. There's a cool Oh, yeah, the font. Blood Spatter logo. Now, back to oh, the comic book. There's a comic book. This is definitely a remastered version. This is this is not certainly not a 1989 graphics, some updated stuff, which is kind of a shame. I wish they would have. I wish we would have had the original copy. I would have loved to have seen the original 89 titles for this. They probably burned it. And they're like it's terrible. <laughs> There's a certain charm to that, though. Oh, it is, and I like that they're showing 
the character in the comic book little cut cut scenes there. It's like in like in the I can think of a creep show. Remember in the beginning of Creep Show where they showed the comic panels and they would show like a it would flip to the title page to the title page. Yeah. Yep. And they would do like sort of a foreshadowing to what was going to come throughout the movie like you'd have like the crate monster and like the the woman oh, yeah. yeah. up and all that. I actually maybe liked part two just a little bit more, even mm-hmm. though it was only three stories. But the yeah. one, the raft and the chief wooden head, I mm-hmm. thought they were so good. They were really good. They're they're excellent. I'm a huge fan. When I was a kid, I remember I I had the comic book. A friend of mine, he had it, and he didn't like horror. He slept over at my house, and he's like, "I'll trade you this creep show for whatever book." You know? I was like, "Yeah, dude." I was Hand it like, over. Yeah. I was like, eight, I was like nine years old. And no I was, hesitation. Seriously, I was foaming at the mouth for that, and I read it so much that the cover fell off. And nice. But they have it for sale again. I think I told you that. Yeah. Right. They have it for sale at the uh, Books a Million here in the mall. You can go pick it up there. Maybe I talked to you about that. I don't. Remember. I don't. I was just there. I don't remember seeing it, but I yeah, wasn't looking for specifically that. I was looking for something else. Okay. So. I just ordered one of these Savage Sword of Conan, like the big magazines. Remember, I yeah, pointed yeah. them out in your garage. Yeah, because I would have got that in '89. That's so awesome. As a nine-year-old kid, I'm sure I'd say, "Hey, Dad, can I get that?" Yeah. Yeah. And I've always wanted my copy of it. I don't even know if I saved it in the move, but just the one copy that you. Yeah, had, just, you know, that, just just that, that one, one particular yeah. magazine that was like my first yeah. intro to Conan outside of like the Schwarzenegger movies. Definitely. So I always Definitely. wanted that again. What a name, Marty Coleslaw. <laughs> Scott Spiegel, of course. Uh, so Scott Spiegel, of course, uh, famous for his work with Sam Raimi and Evil Dead. No kidding. Yep. Nice. Yep. Definitely. I did not like the Evil Dead remake. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Kind of hard to top that, right? Because the know, whole pedophile. That was awful. Yeah. Yeah, that was one where they threw in that storyline that absolutely did not need to be there. Not at all. He was like touching little kids, yeah. whatever, you know. I mean, it was he always that doesn't anywhere, need, right? That doesn't yeah. need to be there. Yeah, it doesn't no. need to be there. So, like, he's already scary enough. You don't need to add on this other bullshit, you know? Not at all. Not at all. And they, they just made it way too creepy. And that was the thing about Freddy is like, you want to be on Freddy's side. He's an anti hero. Well, the, the thing about uh, the guy who played Freddy in the remake, I thought he did a great job. He was job. great. I love him. Jeffrey yeah, Ray Haley. Yeah, right? he was amazing. I just, yeah. everything else failed. You know, so. I mean, he was so good in uh, Watchmen. Is yeah, that shark? Man. Yeah. So great. Absolutely one of the love best. My, still so, my favorite comic book film of all time. Like, so I don't like that remake, but he did a great job. He did. And the only reason why I really don't like the remake is because they added that pedophilia storyline yeah, that absolutely did not need to be there right and like i said like the thing about the 80s movies were was that michael myers and freddie and jason they were the anti-hero like you you rooted for them you're like you want to see freddie do all that like if he's a pedophile i don't want to see the dude i don't want to no. i don't care i well, want to like, run over by a truck i don't care yeah the thing about freddie is when he came in he was completely different because you had guys like michael myers and jason who didn't say anything yeah. They didn't say a word. And then you got uh, Freddy. He was sassy. And he came in and he was, you know, being a smartass. Yeah. Good so one-liners he, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, he took that and he brought the charismatic level, like, up. So, like, that's why he's one of my favorites, along with yeah. Hellraiser. Because yeah. Because that movie also had, you know, the, the bad guys or whatever the hell you want to call them, the Cenobites, who were talking. Yeah. And they were doing stuff. More mm-hmm. than just 
uh, I'm just going to slowly walk and stab you or do whatever, you know? I mean, there's only so much of that movie I can take. They didn't really do much of Cenobites, though. I mean, some of them they did ap- not. They because, appeared. Yeah, they appeared, but, creepy. yeah. Remember when the uh, Janesville Mall had, like, the two theater in there? Yeah. I would have been, like, eight or nine, and I remember seeing some high school girls running out of there, and there was the Hellraiser 2. Really? Yeah, that's so awesome. So all I can remember is that must have been pretty bad. Oh, the second one, yeah, for sure. That was... I wouldn't say it's as good. It's pretty gory, but it's not as... I like the second one better than the first one, personally. Yeah, you're a fan of the second one, and I know yeah. that. And me, personally, like, one and two are, like, right there because... Yeah, it's hard two, to differentiate. Uh, is the perfect, like, sequel to one. Yeah. Because it adds to the story, and then you get to see the other dimension. So it adds on to the story, and then after that, I don't... It's whatever. Right. You know? The big premise in that is people getting kind of tore apart by, like, chains, right? Like, hooked chains Yeah, you know, have you ever seen Hellraiser? I don't like gore just for, like, over-the-top gore. Okay. Well, that's maybe that's a, kind yeah. of a dumb way to look at it because, but like you said, Friday the 13th, oh, someone's going to get it with the machete. You can stomach that pretty yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to watch somebody get, like, ripped to pieces or skinned, okay. you know? Okay, I just, yeah. I just don't care to see that. Okay. I, um, so that's a, is like Hellraiser and a little synapsis for you. It's pretty like, much. People get their skin like, ripped off. And there's yeah. Oh, yeah. Be, before and the that. world of OnlyFans and uh, Tinder, <laughs> yeah, you, had to, you had to solve a puzzle box to get your uh, you to get absolutely your, disgusting your extreme, extreme nudes. Yeah. No skin. Because yeah. <laughs> I read the back a lot of the boxes. Like, Why don't people just leave that? stupid box alone like put it in an old deep old safe there was literally like, nothing else it. to do yeah because <laughs> there's then there's no movie oh well if they don't yeah. have some well head like in, in the first one and in the book uh that clive barker wrote he states that you know it's it's a rumor that if you open up the box it gives you great pleasures but they don't tell you to what extent you know so right, when right. when the guy that you follow his name is frank when he opens up the box he wants all these women and they don't give him women. They know he wants women, but they don't give him women. They just like send him to hell. They just yeah mess him up real bad. Yeah, basically that's that's the premise of it. Is you, be because they you cannot ask, distinguish for. pain from pleasure. To them, they are the same. Right, right, right. Uh, it's a good thing I didn't um, go with my original pick for this this because I was gonna do something horrifically gory, people getting skinned and awful stuff. But uh, so I, I yeah. used to be a butcher. I used to work the kill floor. So I mean, I skinned beef, I skinned hogs, oh, okay. and all that stuff, deer, and that didn't bother me. But yeah, from the entertainment standpoint, like that's just a bit over the top for me. Yeah, I know yeah, that sure. they all have their niche audience and, and yeah, yeah. devoted fans, but I just like Cannibal Holocaust. I don't want to see somebody get impaled on a stake or like, <laughs> literally get their arms tore off and consumed. I just yeah, yeah. I don't want to watch that. It's just to like, me, yeah. yeah, to me it's not as bad as like say like hostile mo- the hostile movies or like the saw movies, especially later on where they became exclusive like torture porn movies. See, I don't like the saw movies. Yeah, Outside I, the like, first one. The first one was good. And that was probably about it. Uh, at least for me, and I did watch the new the new one, Spiral, which was pretty good. I mean, but it's still like is still on that verge of like torture porn just just for the sake of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I I don't know. I uh I don't think I really care too much. It, some of it is I would rather watch the f- gore because I enjoy the um 
the special effects yeah, aspect the effects of, it. of it. Yeah, I'd so. rather watch that than like sexual violence or a, or like home invasion. The stuff I don't like is home invasion movies, like Straw Dogs and like Last stuff House like on that. the Left, yeah, that dude. kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't, I don't like like that. the Strangers. <laughs> yeah, the Strangers is a little bit different, <laughs> but I mean, like, and even so much, even like the Purge, kind of, but people getting tortured for no reason, and it, and it's like super real, over the top real. Um, it's a little too gnarly for me. So but. I think the the first hostile scared the hell out of me because I said I could actually believe this happening. Yeah, I think if you have money, right? Right. And supposedly Eli, Eli Roth found a website. I don't know if it was real or not, but in Thailand you could go pay like ten or twenty thousand dollars to shoot a stranger. So that was the premise behind him writing Hostile. Right, and right. Like Quentin Tarantino's like, what are you working on? What do you got in the back burner and he told him that he's like you have to make this movie that's the scariest most effed up thing you have to do that right definitely it was uh i i loved hostel in fact um (laughs) i took i think i took two ladies to see hostel of course of course two different ladies back in the day to see hostel and uh at some point man yeah (laughs) well hey but you know we talked about we were talking about that earlier we're texting about that earlier in the week the, the 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 bloodhound I think at some point tattoo. that's going to have to come on the inside of my right wrist. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that would be a cool tattoo. I always wanted that tattoo, the Bloodhound blood from, from yeah. Hostel. Yeah. And I used to have a Basset Hound, so I can always say, that's my old that's dog. That's your Basset Hound. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. So the smoke is uh, rising here after a horrific crime scene. Some people have been shot. This guy is still surviving, obviously. What do you think? He's going to get made into the... Super Ninja or the Robot Ninja? You saw some sparks from the gun. <laughs> that was kind yeah, of funny. Sparks. Yeah, shooting out from like they didn't show him like you know pulling the trigger, but you could see like the sparks flying from the bottom of the screen there wow. when he was shooting people. Like why? I, I I would I would guess that it yes he is going to be Robot Ninja based on the mullet from on yeah. the Ninja from the beginning. Just of the, the movie. power of the mullet. The mullet's match. So. And now he's going to be in recovery at hospital. No, he's out of recovery. He's walking home. He's all bandaged up. How did he get bandaged in the eye? Like he was just looking at the cops. Yeah, what's up fine. with that? Maybe there's a deleted scene there they yeah. didn't they didn't put Whatever. in. Maybe something happened and I wasn't paying attention. I think they. This looks like it was filmed on 16 millimeter as opposed to definitely not VHS. This does look like 16 millimeter, uh, based on the um, on the aspect ratio of this film too. It's it's uh, full frame, not widescreen. You know, it's kind of like old movies from the 40s when it was all black and white. You get the shading, you get the texture. I kind of like kind of the gritty, grainy look of some old films. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It looked like a 16-millimeter accident movie. Yeah. You know, and the contrast is super high, and it's just the reds are real red, and everything's real. Oh, look at that man thing. Awesome. There's a man thing. Oh, awesome. Intruder. Artwork, Intruder, Yeah. yeah. Kind of a toxic Avenger kind of thing there, carrying the flag. The dead, the dead next, next door. door. Okay, yeah. there's that. That was definitely a man thing. Looks, looks like an like alien. alien. Alien, yeah. And then we have the uh, Tarzan kind of woman there, and a yeah. madman with a machete. Pretty cool. It looks like he's. Looks like he's. Is creates. that a Demons Two? There's a Demons Two poster, I think, in there. Lucio <laughs> Fulci's Demon. Is that Lucio Fulci? I, or some two? Italian guy? Something yeah. Like okay, let's pause for just a second while. We take a break. Let me swap this card out. I think I think this format works perfectly because the movie can just be any type of stimulus that promotes other conversation. Yeah, that's yeah, all I, it is. You know, that's what we that's what our thing was before. Actually, I forgot to hit record on the podcast mics for the first fifteen minutes, so we don't have fifteen. But we have camera mics for that. Okay. So we'll. <laughs> it is what it is. It's yeah. 
It's still a process. It's so much to it's so much to juggle. You need me to take on something, man. I can. Yeah, I think maybe once I get. Like, if you need me to like pause the thing, you could just kind of be like, like yeah, probably. Whatever you need me to do, man. That's... Yeah. I'm old fashioned, like a checklist, right? Like you got like a blank piece of paper, like four need... or five things on there, like just. I need to do that too. I'm I'm pretty bad at that. Um, I'm pretty bad at. But you got two other people here, man. You start dying. I know. <laughs> I know. I need to. Everything is all like fucked in my head, so it's. it's so we're still. Yeah, off that's how right you now, turn right? it on. <laughs> yeah. What's that? We're still off right now, right? Uh, cameras are rolling, but um, it's okay. Yeah, he can cut that. <laughs> I can cut all that. Uh, I'm just gonna drag these right to the desktop. Well, at least. Those are that camera. A camera's off. B camera's still rolling, and I'm gonna. Stop and start that again as soon as... Oh, it wasn't bad. Five, six gigs. Oh, and there it goes. There, it goes. there goes the shutter. So that's fine. But yeah, so far not too bad. So far nice. not too bad. I'm just going to keep this rolling just so I can match it up later, but I might stop it and then... Not all episodes have to be equal length either. Right? You know, no, no. Hmm. No. They never all. are. No. No. It depends on what we want to do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'll probably just uh, cut that. I'll cut all that audio. I'll trim that part out where I say, "Now I got to stop to take a break and all that." Yeah. So mm. that actually, won't be in the finished the, product. Yeah, finished product. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed about that. This audio, though, that's kind of lame. It's okay if that's the worst that happens. You're doing fine, right? Yeah, yeah. My have to just keep this for the video. <laughs> It might be just a video pocket. Well, we'll have the we'll have the rest of it. We'll have like over an hour of audio. Just yeah. the first fifteen minutes are gone. But hey, use it to your advantage. Yeah. Say something like, "We kind of had some missing audio portion, so in yeah. kind of summary, blah blah blah." Definitely. Just work it that way. Definitely. Okay. This is still rolling. We're still good there. Stop this. Actually, it's easier for me just to do like. Uh, 30 minute video files anyway because transferring them, airdropping them to myself takes like 45 minutes. Those, <laughs> those files are so big. Yeah, so you kind of came friends with Rick the same way I did. Just yeah. go to the tattoo shop, start talking, figure out got a ton of stuff in common, and then there you go. Yeah, right? I moved from Beloit to Janesville and I was looking for a new shop basically for this. <laughs> and uh, That had to sting. I went to one shop uh, that's no longer here, and they gave me a couple tattoos, but they didn't want to... They were going to do a throat tattoo with me, but they didn't want to do like this kind of design, which is what I wanted, and I kind of was like, eh, uh, so I kind of let him do whatever, and then I found his shop, and he was like, yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> that's kind of the, the point of a tattoo shop, is the artist makes their client's design happen. Mm-hmm. I think they w- right. were thinking yeah. that I wanted something crazy, like realistic or something like, I don't know. I don't know what, but I was just like, just work it with whatever way you can, you know. And that can work the other way too. Like a good artist can say, I know what you're thinking, but it's not going to work. This would work better. Yeah. Or, you know, so the, a little coaching is fine. So yeah, uh, especially when I became a little bit older, I was a little <clears> bit <throat> more like level-headed with that stuff 
was more understanding than when I was younger and I was kind of just like, no, just do this, 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 this. And like, I think we're all that way at a certain yeah. point. It just happens over time, you know? Yeah. Well, how old are you, Greg? Uh, I'll be 36 in August. Okay, I'll be 41 in September. So we're all yeah. pretty close in age. Yeah. I'm the oldest. Yep. And the most attractive. <laughs> and the most attractive. Just kidding. He had to get that in there, right? <laughs> okay, we're going in three, two. Yeah. So, oh, boy. Yeah, look at here these. we see the, the comic books that this guy is drawing. And it actually looks pretty close to what actually just happened to our main character, right? There's some guys with guns, there's shootings, there's stabbings. Yeah, looks like he just does the line work. Yeah, it's... um. This is a, you know, doing comic books and stuff is a really helpful way also in storyboarding a film after you've got your screenplay to, to visualize all that stuff. It's, it's, it's helpful. Oh, it has to happen, right? It's just part of how the images become taped and recorded. They have to have some, yeah. some type of direction. You need a very cinematic eye to, to draw comic panels for sure. And uh, I know several really talented comic book artists and I have a very visual... I, I enjoy writing screenplays. I'm sure you guys know that. And and uh, I've, I've written one full comic book script. And it's, it's pretty helpful, you know, knowing how to write uh, directions on a, on a screenplay and then translating that to comic panels. It's pretty easy. And if here you, this guy has him, like, scattered all across his desk. Yeah, making make, makes no sense of any of that. A man. mess out of everything. Yeah. The thing I was getting at... the with uh, the guy drawing the comic, just the line work is because there's usually in comics, there's a couple of different artists that work on uh, the comic. So there's like a liner, there's like a shader and there's like a colorist or usually that's usually how it happens. If you're yep. lucky. Yeah, if you're yeah. lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Oh, you just oh look at hand. that. Yeah, the little letter opener through the hand. If you're lucky, I know um, there's a lot of independent artists now especially with procreate and and tablets and all that technology out there so many independent self-published comic book artists out there in books that's just one guy doing it in fact if there's a there's a comic book subreddit that i'm that i'm in and there's this guy's he paints beautiful beautiful watercolor uh, pages for his comic book it's just him just one dude he does everything i think he like takes photos of everything and then just translates them to the to the panel you know and he, he does it that way there's tons of different ways you can do it i like the old art from the early dungeons and dragons modules like oh, the old yeah. castles and the mm-hmm. dragons and knights and like the fall colors like if it's a forest scene and yeah stuff. Really i love cool. that i love those old paintings when i was a kid i loved all that stuff and even though like, I had no idea what the what the thing was about, all I knew was the Saturday morning cartoon show, which is great. Right? I got that on DVD. Oh, you I, do? I love it. Yep, <laughs> I oh, love yeah. it. I just love the like the invisibility cloak, and then like the what was it? The, the, the magic arrow guy. Yep, the ranger had the arrow. The yeah. barbarian had the club. Yeah, the cavalier had the shield. The cavalier. Presto would you know do something that would rhyme, and he'd try to pull it out of his wizard hat, and it always went wrong. Right. But yeah. <laughs> Wasn't like a roller coaster or something involved in that? What was with that? I can't I totally yep. remember. That always, uh, Bobby, the barbarian, would say, look, it's the Dungeons & Dragons ride, and they get on the red cart, and it goes into like a green dragon head, and then the track kind of twists, and they're turned into this fantasy world where there's the monsters and Venger and everything. So that's, that's how they oh, get to yeah, that world is by right. going into the Man. roller coaster tunnel. Jeez. 
So speaking of that, I kind of pulled the trigger. I was looking on games, uh, and there's a Dungeons yeah. & Dragons Dark Alliance game. I've been playing that, too. And I just got it, like, yesterday, and I was playing it earlier this morning. What do you think of it? So so far, so good. I'm kind of like liking it, really. I got pretty far in that game. I'm not um, that far yet, but, yeah, I just, I just kind of started playing it because there was a couple games on sale that I also bought, like uh, the remake of Resident Evil 3. Because it was like $20. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Stuff to pick. That then, was my favorite of the series. Then I picked up the Dark Alliance because that was on sale too. And then I picked up this Werewolf game. It's like Werewolf the Apocalypse or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, I saw that too. Which was on sale. So, um, yeah, I've been in a and d yeah. campaign for just over a year now. Really? The, so there, Yeah, there's something fun about just having the maps on the tables and the miniatures oh, yeah. and the story narrative. It's it's great. Definitely. It's great. And you don't have to come up with anything. Like, look at Lord of the Rings or Conan. You could yeah, cherry you pick any of those anything. great scenes yeah. to just write really? your story. Nice. Yeah, so cool. we, we, uh, I had a group of friends from work and everything else that we were trying to do a D&D campaign. And, uh, and then uh, all the coronavirus stuff happened. Oh, and yeah. People, people's lives kind of changed and things. So we could never – we only got, like, two two meetings in before yeah. everything went to crap. Hmm. So now I have all these D and D books and dice and everything, and I just I kind of want to get back into it. That's what made me buy that Dark Alliance game is because I wanted it. <laughs> I was like, I need I need to play this. See, I really like it too, and I always wanted to get part of a group, and I just it's hard to get people together. Yeah. So I actually just happened to see some guys buying the rule books at Kryptonite Collectibles here, and I just kind of listened in a little bit and said, Hey, yep. I couldn't help but notice you're getting the D and D books. I've ran a session or two. Are you looking? For some extra players and boom, just right like that. Got a group of six or seven going and it's fun stuff. Nice, nice. I've uh, I've never played. Um, I don't know if I have the patience, but I'd like to. I you know I go to the I, I go to the comic book shop a lot and I, I go to the bookstore and I see all these great role playing games and I saw they had a Dune game that looked pretty cool. Sure. And then um, they had a lot of Game of Thrones stuff that looked cool. It's a lot of inspiration they have taken from D and put it even into modern video games so yeah. like you play a lot of rpgs that's basically all it is mm-hmm. like diablo or the yeah, witcher all those yeah, things kind of, of borrow from D and from like the fantasy setting the subject matter the art nice yeah good stuff nice Look at that guy's shirt. Oh, I want that shirt. It's like it's like a Kramer shirt. It's like a it's like Dumb and Dumber tuxedo shirt. That's exactly like, what yes. it is. It's the Dumb and Dumber tuxedo shirt. I'd spill that's coffee amazing. or barbecue sauce on it. That would be ruined. He's this, looking at this piece of art for the robot ninja. <laughs> this reminds me of that movie. Did you ever see um, Cellar Dweller? No. That's a, um, a John Beekler. You know John Beekler. Who you've ever seen? Uh, you've seen Ghoulies and Troll, oh, yeah, right? Ghoulies that comes out of the toilet, right? Yeah. He made. He had like a really specific kind of monster that he would make. Just as really round, like frog-looking monsters for Ghoulies. For ghoulies. Right? Yep. Troll was very much the same way. Did you ever see that? I think I at one point I had tons of this stuff on DVD, and not all of it kind of lended itself to repeat watching. Okay. So a lot of it got traded in for cash at the exclusive company. Okay. But yeah. Cellar Dweller was great because it was like that Tales from the Crypt episode where the where the guy he he's drawn a comic book and then he whatever he draws comes to life. I was just gonna comment on yeah. Yeah, and that's it was it's very similar to that. I haven't actually not really following this movie, so I don't know what's going on. I'm counting on you guys to follow. Is that what's happening in this movie or like uh, I'm not really <laughs> sure, but I I think they just accepted his deal maybe for this comic. 
I mean, we're, we're getting a lot of close-up images of the comic book pages, this guy working on the pages. We haven't really made a reference back to the crime that he was a victim of. So That is a Demons 2 poster. Oh, yeah. Um, I love those old, old posters yeah, those like that. Those are great. Those are great. Uh, I feel like this is just the second act kind of waning and he doesn't he just needs some like filler to make it an you know an 80 minute film so it's just a lot of uh, b-roll of him yeah drawing drawing the same stuff yeah, and a lot of drawing on stuff but um yeah they did a tales from the crypt episode from the series on that where the kids uh or there it was like um harry from night court he oh yeah he was a comic book artist and he was drawing stuff and i think it came to life and killed his wife or something and typically what those tales from the crypt were about was Killing your wife, killing your husband for cheating on you, or something like that. Or imagined that they were cheating on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. burying them. Someone was getting buried alive or killed, and those are cursed. That was such a great show, especially like the first four seasons. Most of my favorite episodes seem to happen oh, yeah. like in that time frame. Definitely, like the one with um, Meatloaf and uh, Judd Nelson, Christopher Reeve. Like they're going to try to sell squid sandwiches, and of course nobody buys them. Meatloaf's the landlord. They kill him, and then they serve meatloaf. Like, they cut him up into steaks. That's I don't remember that one. I think it's called What's Cooking. Yeah, oh, look for Tales from the Crypt, What's Cooking. I've got the whole uh, the whole series on DVD. I've been wanting to get the whole series on DVD, but I just can't justify that purchase right now. Dude, go, like I said, go through first four seasons. Chances are, like, if you shut your eyes and think of most of the episodes you like, they're going to be in those seasons. Yeah, right. I think that's what I have is seasons one through four, and that's it. I don't have the rest of them. Now it's taking shape. We've got an impromptu yeah, Predator Claw. Yeah, this guy's creating the claw. Oh, it's like his origin story. Is that what's happening? That's definitely a Shredder Claw. Yeah. Look, it it cuts meat. Is he going to eat that thing? I bet you he is. Yep. Oh. Yeah, there he oh. is. He just stuck it in his mouth. Sicko. Waste not, want not. Yeah. Right? Well, he definitely, the filmmaker definitely... Um, Adds for Pizza Hut. And 7-Up. So apparently there was some deal. We can presume that's a Doritos bag lying there face down. Oh, 100%, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess for early 90s or late 80s superhero stuff, uh, it's, it's okay. doesn't look too bad. I don't know if they had a full story. Here we see the guy with a mullet working out. Yeah. His <laughs> eye is... Uh, Magically healed. Well, he's got to get into shape to be a crime fighter. Yeah. Programmed to Kill. I wonder what that movie is. Borrowing a little bit from No Holds Bar here. We're exercising in our underwear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's that's this one is okay. He's got boxers on, you know. He's not wearing a thong. Yeah, he's True. not wearing a straight thong. So. I mean, if you guys wear thongs, that's cool, but like, we're not going to film it. We're just gonna, we'll just talk about it later. But it's Nobody fine. knows that I have one on right yeah. now. I'm, just, I'm joking. I'm we're joking. Not, we're not going to ask. Don't ask, don't tell. Well, here now he, he is. magically has the suit on. Yeah, like, where, where did that come from? Oh, this is this is where he's arguing with his friend. It doesn't fit, Harry. Uh, what are you going to do? didn't tailor it right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. We'll just adjust this right here. Look, it's better, right? <laughs> he just did one thing. He like pulled out one hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is good. I can see now. I like this. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Fluff my mullet, Harry. <laughs> hey, how's he breathing? His mouth and nose are completely covered up. There's no, there's oh, no air holes. That's true. That's true. They should have went from like Jason, like a Jason style mask, like that's got the hockey mask with the air. Oh, the the air vents. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I wanted one of those so badly, like an authentic, like movie prop style. Or the guy yeah. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Casey Jones. Yeah, that's yep. him. He was my favorite Ninja Turtle because he looked like Jason. Oh yeah, he was just carrying around a hockey stick. Yeah, Yeah. I had I had tons of 
tons of those turtles when I was a kid. I had the, all the whole first wave. The only thing I don't think I had was I probably didn't have like sh- like the foot soldiers. I don't think I had any of those guys. It didn't seem like all those yeah. figures were easy to find. Like you'd always get the four turtles, but yeah, or in April or something. But a lot of them never had April. I remember yeah. having all the four turtles and the van, but I don't remember having anything else. I'm I'm jealous of that van. I never had the van. I did have the van. It would open up the door and everything, and you could put the turtles in their seats and everything. It was a pretty cool toy. Yeah. Yeah. I had the foot soldier, like it was like a spider thing. It had like a rope on it, and you like lower it down, and you can capture it. It was like a. So now now I have the the original uh, series of the cartoon, and the case it's in is actually The the van. I saw that oh, at Best yeah. Buy, yeah. yeah. So, and then yesterday I shared a video with you, Rick, yeah, which is awesome. the, the four Turtles movies in a pizza box, and each of the discs are little pizzas. Yeah, that so was that was super cool. cool. Was and really I was like, cool. I need this, even though I own all of it. <laughs> I really want I was disappointed to find out that it's not a real thing. You can't actually buy that. Cause I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. When I was a kid, I used to eat the um, – I used to make frozen pizzas and make them – like taste like the turtle pizzas you know what i mean like you make them all crazy with like marshmallows and shit. did you guys ever do that <laughs> no well, michelangelo would always say like what he was doing it's like shrimp and cereal pizza <laughs> shrimp or yeah. peanut butter and some, granola or whatever some weird, some, yeah. something weird that really doesn't belong on pizza that's how i got fat when i was a kid man. i fucking <laughs> put like chocolate sauce and marshmallows on people parents like what are you doing Here. i hope they go back into this video store because that's my childhood video store. The wooden racks, the posters everywhere, row after row of VHS covers. 100%. Yeah, I've got nothing but good memories of video stores. I can still remember. The ones I remember oh, from Lionel Richie yeah, shirt. he's getting robbed. Look at there's Coming to America, there's Mississippi Burning. My Stepmother's e. an Alien. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. My Stepmother's an Alien. Uh, what's the one on the bottom right? I can't, I can't make it out. I can't, yeah, I can't it's see. Like driving he's got or the something. new Arrivals board. Yeah, and I like that it's actually like a, a race board, like with markers. Yeah. I like that stuff. It's not, you know, yeah, yeah, I, a screensaver or a web website kiosk. It's actually someone had to take the time to write it yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, my very first job in work study in high school before I got hired at the tattoo shop was um, I worked at a video store. Nice, like right up, right up here. Um, Slant Tracks Video. Do you remember? What, do you remember that one? I used to come to Janesville a lot when I was a little boy because my dad retired from GM, but a lot of like the local kind of hot spots I yeah. wouldn't have known about. It was a cool place. It smelled. It had like a tanning place next door, so it smelled like tanning lotion all the time. <laughs> Even when I was a little kid, it smelled like tanning lotion. So when I when I worked there, I had they gave me like a video store shirt. I wish I still had that thing. I think oh, I, had, I know that'd be so oh, cool. So cool. But I had to go and like like um, dust the shelves in the porno area. I was like 16. They sent me back in the porno room. To Is there a better job? It was amazing. Yeah. Like if, if my high school only knew that I was cleaning porno shelves for work study, they don't need to know everything, right? You just... No. And then like, that was like, that's what's wrong with me. It's like, I worked at a porno thing and then I had a tattoo job when I was like <laughs> 17 years old. Like, so you look at those walls there, like the old wood paneling, like the 90 yeah. cent, that 90 blood, degree metal just, brackets. Yeah. So good. So the earlier ones I remember from a kid were like we have the Woodman's and we had the Woodman's video rental the place. best video yeah, rental place in that town. was amazing it and was then the I best. I distinctly remember when Family Video first opened it was that and was like had, in the two thousands though yeah wasn't it? yeah and then we had also when we moved we had Blockbuster right down our street here we, comes yeah. our hero out of a minivan stopping a, these hoodlums look at them they even have the bandanas on. The ripped jeans. They, you know they're bad guys because they're all wearing leather. Oh, and you know he's a robot because he can see in red. 
That's right. How is he a robot? Like he's not I don't know. anything robotic about him. No, it's the mask. Nothing. It's the mullet. Is it just the the metal mask? And the and the gauntlet on his on his wrist. Yeah. That's a, oh, look at the Guns N' Roses that's shirt. That's a dope ass shirt, man. I love that. It's got the Appetite for Destruction on the back and everything. One of the best. But um Mike the I was fortunate enough to um be around when all the video stores were going out of business, so I wound up picking up a lot of the titles that they were selling off to sure. get to get to you know or even when they're when they were thinning out their collection to update to D V D and, and Blu ray. I bought a lot of horror VHS. So I've got probably ten boxes of VHS in my garage. And you know, a lot of those hidden gems they're not gonna release them on the DVD. No. You know, there's just no market in some cases for some of that stuff. It's not gonna be profitable for no. them. Ooh, no. Oh, right through the chest. In with fact, a claw. It would make a good episode for us to go through all my VHS tapes and uh Oh, absolutely. I have an Instagram page. Right it's through the VHS. eyes. That's all it is. Ooh. See, all this yeah. stuff is exactly like the screen. Oh, man. Oh, oh he's yeah. Look at them old Jordans that guy's got on. Those are the Spider-Man Jordans. Maybe they're Converse. No, those were Jordans. Those were, Jordans. were Nikes. So this guy is definitely the hero, but make no mistake about it. He, he handles will, business. He, he will mess your life up. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. He did the Hogan finger Get point. The Hogan you point. Yeah. Out. Get out of here. He's got like, but he's got like no recourse for the law. He's just stabbing dudes in the yeah, face. Yeah, he just like killed like, a guy. Who is he? he? I mean, who is these? This dude's nobody. He's just he's like, just like by the power of the mullet, I command you. Look evil, at that guy's hat. Evil, evil, dead, evil too. dead too. Yeah. But the local precinct, the lieutenant is going. Listen, we're took gonna off find his a mask. Yeah. Now he's yeah. gonna go drive his trans van. No, no, he's got the mask. Is it an I rock or is it a trans van? No, whatever it is, it's a piece of shit. <laughs> so we're gonna find a lot of dead bodies with the eyes poked out and the chest poked out don't worry he's about so it. he's so happy about it too he's he's great he's like yes i just murdered a man the one cop in town there's no yeah, other the, cops yeah, he, he was the guy that responded earlier oh it's time for my lunch there's dead bodies yeah. everywhere <laughs> like yeah. couldn't you just like knocked him out did you have to stab him in the eye you know <laughs> did you have to murder well, him like he he got him in the stomach too so like that, Presumably he just, that that could have done him in alone. He didn't yeah. need to like get him in the eyes. I mean, even if he, it didn't kill him, getting him in the stomach, that would have messed that dude's life up for real. He would have been like, "Well, I know what I'm never doing again." Right. That's right. I'm putting the rapist hat away. And I'm just gonna leave my bloody gauntlet on the ground for anybody to come yeah, find. Yeah, anybody to come in and. Now he's traumatized about what he did, right? He's having. Yeah, he's having PSD <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> Oh, look at oh, the, the eye eyeball out. popping yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. The kid like can't stop laughing. That kid got a concussion by he's like that, peeking. That head, Did you see he was peeking? That head just bounced off the concrete. <laughs> Unless they shot it in reverse and they had him like sit up from that, yeah. which they could have done that too. Oh, a Star Trek poster. No sausage gazing, you guys. His underwear. <laughs> Psycho. Late. Look at Psycho that Anthony two. Perkins there. Psycho two. Yeah. He's got the gray uh, boxer briefs on. Do you remember? Did you ever see all the Psycho movies? Did you watch all of them? I couldn't get through any of them past like the second one. The second okay. one I thought was pretty good. Like he finally gets out of the institution and he mm-hmm. works at the crappy diner doing dishes. And yeah, then, yeah, I thought that one was still pretty good. It was a good like the fifteen minutes of it was pretty solid because you're like, okay, this is what happens to him like thirty years later. You yeah, know? it's pretty cool. And then like it just the thing kind of just drops off during the second act. You know, he like has a uh, some woman come stay with him and then just repeats the first movie and the third one is a complete repeat. But then. They did Psycho Four, which the beginning, was, right? Is that with what they the call beginning, it? which is actually pretty solid. 
Hmm. And they had like another Amazon Women on the Moon. There you go. That's you ever seen that? I saw the Monster Squad poster. Oh man, the video dead. They got a video dead uh, thing back. Oh there. look at Friday, Friday the Thirteenth in three D. Phantasm. Phantasm. Burial ground. See that? Oh, the face poking ground. up through there. So I love those well, old hand or buried or buried something. Buried alive. Uh, buried alive. Yeah. You can't beat the old hand drawn images. Those are great, man. Talking to the video store in the tan salon in Stoughton, it was like that. There was a video store down on Page Street that had a tanning salon. And okay. they had the big cardboard stand cutouts. And Those I remember Friday the 13th, part four, you know, the face has yeah, got the yeah. knife in the eye and the big pool oh, of blood. Oh, yeah, totally. Scared the hell out of me. I would have been a four or five or whatever. But I just like that type of advertising, the big cutout displays. Yeah, they were eye-catching. They were eye-catching. That's what I like about this new, like these boutique Blu-ray companies that do all these, this is the new releases, because they have the nice cardboard packaging and they have the fold-out posters and the postcards that come with them. And it's like, if I'm spending 30 bucks on a movie, you know, I want to make sure that it's uh, got, all the, got all the cool accoutrement. I got a Howard the Duck mask back there. Did you see nice. that? Oh. That was awesome. Roadkill. It's time a, to fight yeah. crime once again. But, but I have take to take pills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I'm not now, messed up all for of life. Them, when did the pills? Did it, like, does it make him like rage, or does it like? Does it? Does it? It must be like uh, the prescription, like basically like meth. Oh, so I'm getting you know, off these antibiotics. Yeah, no, it used to be like a thing back in the day where they used to give the women diet pills, but it was basically just like meth. Methamphetamine. Yeah, yeah. it was basically yeah, yeah. just meth. So they would be like all hyper to do like all the shit around the house. Yeah. So, like, not only that, like if you look in the old MREs, they had. That's they included that stuff in those World War Two yeah. MRE rations. Yeah. They had methamphetamine for especially for like pilots and shit. Yeah, no, it was like a, a it was a stimulant to keep people awake. Yeah, so that's all it is. So like the diet pills and the, everything like that. It was it was a it was a focus. So it was like here you're gonna be awake for fucking twenty hours. So now you're gonna get all this energy. Yeah. So so they didn't want them to fall asleep. So yeah, they used to give them meth. Terrible. That's why they're also nuts. This dude, this is a terrible superhero, and I'm going to tell you why. He's driving <laughs> his own car basically to a scene of a crime. But he's, he's, but he's like shrouded in green smoke, so that's kind of epic. But Isn't that the same get... van that we saw at the last? Yeah. It's yeah. Just, well, there's not the budget vehicles. for two vehicles, no. Yeah, yeah, you know, suspension of disbelief. That's what they're <laughs> asking for. Anybody can get his plate number. <laughs> I love the 80s, like, mixed-race games. Here we have a, a nerd, <laughs> a total nerd who does not belong in this gang at all, the nerd with the glasses. You got the glasses in the back. Yeah. Like, These guys are in so much trouble right now, they just don't even know it. And the girl. This is like the gang from Stranger Things Season 2. Remember, the, did you watch Stranger Things Season yeah. 2? Doesn't right, the Eleven's gang? That's what, yeah. it, that's what it reminds me of. Oh, they're making a mistake. They're bum rushing them. Now they're all going to get filleted. That's how. Whoosh. Yep. That's how you do it, though. You can't do one on one like they've been doing. So basically, the moral of the story is: if you do a lot of push-ups in your underwear and you put a gauntlet on, you can just go. Yeah, on he did. He did a couple push-ups and a couple setups, and now he's a ninja. Did and a couple air kicks. He just like kicked the air a couple times. <laughs> but now he's getting pummeled now senseless. Get What's going on? And now he's twisting the blade in this guy's. Oh, oh he cut, his hand cut off the hand. Not of the guy, no. And he's dead right about now. This movie's amazing. Just keep pounding him. It'll work eventually. Just keep hitting him more and more and more. You can't hit him in the... I mean, you're hitting him in... I mean, those look like the weakest punches ever. Yeah. But they're punching him in the face. He's got like a metal mask on. Yeah. Wouldn't that hurt your hand? 
Oh, absolutely. Punch him in the junk. Take off his red belt. That has to do something damaging he to him. He is not a robot at all. He is just a human with a metal mask on. Yeah, to step on the hand that's got the gauntlet. No, he's got the he has the drugs though. Yeah, Isn't it the drugs <laughs> it's the meth. The power human? of meth compels him. Yeah, the. Uh oh, here comes the switchblade. That's a sweet switchblade. It is. Pig sticker. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Revealing the arm flesh. Does she know who he is or something? What's? No, oh, she's just brutal. proving a point that he is not an a robot. Brutal. Nor is he a ninja because he has no training at all. If he was a ninja, wouldn't he be more stealthy? Why would he, would he be standing? Yeah, in a he's field not standing in the, in the a, night. Yeah, where's like a, a sword? Be hiding in a <laughs> tree somewhere. Yeah, he doesn't even use his uh, throwing stars. Yeah, t- there's a big group of like six of them. I'm taking those throwing stars. I'm at least trying twice to get one of them. Right, right I'm exactly. throwing. Yeah, he could be. Exactly. He could use his like his. Uh, Look, they're like kicking him so his hard. Advent- his mask is busted. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you could be like, I'm gonna hide in a tree and throw these ninja stars at a couple guys, and then I'm gonna pounce on one with his uh, his little like claws or whatever. Right. This is where Jason X first got the idea. It's that guy's mask. <laughs> yeah. Right. Man, that what a disappointing movie that was. I wanted to like that so bad. I just it just even when I heard the idea of like Jason in space. I was like, well, Hellraiser, they already did Hellraiser in space. <laughs> Hellraiser in space? Yeah. Leprechaun on the moon. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. did Forget Leprechaun. That. But that was like way later, though. But, like, <laughs> but I think, um, I don't know, which came first? Was it Jason X or Hellraiser 4? Cause that Hellraiser, f- I want to say Hellraiser 4. But I think that was it's, first. It's hard to say because, well, Jason X, I mean, that came out much later in the Jason franchise. I do know that. Yeah. It was of course. It was before Freddy versus Jason cuz Freddy versus yeah. Jason was like But I'm trying to think of when Hellraiser 4 came out. It had to be It was like the, was an, it was like 90 97 like, or something. No, I think it was like yeah, yeah, maybe around Probably. 94, 95 somewhere around there. Mm, yeah, maybe. I went downtown here at the theater when it was on Milwaukee Street. And then remembering that. when Jason X came out, my it might have been around the same time. Like like 2000, something like that. Yeah. 2000, okay. 2001. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, probably, probably. I don't know. But uh, I hate it. I thought it was terrible, a terrible movie. And I just couldn't get with it. I mean, the, the premise, it would have been a better like graphic novel. You know, it would have been a cool graphic novel for the time. That they find Jason's body, he's frozen, and he comes back to life. It's, it's a fine idea, but God, what a terrible movie. And when I was watching Freddy vs. Jason in the theater, the whole crowd was, would cheer every time Jason killed really? somebody. So that's that's the fan base for those movies, is people love yeah. those characters. Like yeah, Freddy's yeah. one-liners, the dream sequences. Right. That's They don't go there to look to see them get hurt. They go there to see them dispatch right, all the, right. the goofy people doing drugs and having sex and stuff like that. I had um, a similar experience when I saw The Karate Kid in the theater as a, when I was little. My parents, like we went, and then there was one of those things where there was a line around the building to get into the theater to watch The Karate Kid, and everybody cheered at the end of the movie when he was fighting Johnny. Oh, yeah, the with, Cobra with, guy. Yeah, yeah, the Cobra Kai guy. When he did the, he did the uh, crane kick. Everybody cheered. It was amazing. It was a cool experience. Supposedly, that's a good TV show, The Cobra Kai. I, I don't It's know. solid. I watched yeah. the first couple episodes. It's a solid show. He's limping here. He's gay. He got his ass whooped. He might be on the verge of death. Look at him. He's seeing in black and white. It's all fuzzy. Yeah. (laughs) Fuzzier than the actual, like, movie. (laughs) One of his shoulder pad throwing stars has been almost ripped off. 
I mean, haven't you seen Batman Begins? Like, you know this is going to happen to you, dude. <laughs> he is so foobard right now. Even Batman. What did you one. think you were gonna happen, man? You think these guys were gonna take you on one at a time, <laughs> no. like an idiot? <laughs> like that only happens in movies, man. It yeah. doesn't happen in real life. Not even in Robot Ninja does that does that work out for him. No, he just oh, needs yeah, to. That's right. She stabbed him. Draw the sequence where he's all healed, and then he'll heal, right? Yeah. Put it. Is in that the... what's that's happening? how it works? Yeah. He's basically like they're showing clips of him like looking at whatever, and then he does a comic book panel right right of the same thing right something's gonna happen to these thugs they think they got the better of them but of course we all know that's not gonna happen no 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 <laughs> but you never trust a guy in a bandana on an 80s movie not no, no, not know? in that van <laughs> not in that van, that van not with a bandana not with denim you just can't you can't trust no. them. the leather jackets all of it you terrible. know what i watched i watched mask yesterday the Jim Carrey? No, with Cher, Cher. and Eric Stoltz. <laughs> oh. With Rocky Dennis? Yes, I saw that on TV <laughs> a few years ago. He's kind of like a mongoloid, for lack of better words. Well, he's a, he just has a, a facial disfigurement. But, yeah, like um, a hydrocephalic head. Or, I don't know what like, it was. Uh, he, they explain it in the film where he's he's got these this bone growth that, that makes it deformed his face, and it, eventually it killed him um, somehow. It, let, it, let, it contributed to his death, but it didn't directly. Sure. But uh, the the best thing about that movie, I, I watched it yesterday again, and um, it's just like 80s biker party denim, Sam Elliott with a mustache, and uh, just oh an excuse God. for bikers to hang out and fight each other. And Sam Elliott, Roadhouse. That's, Roadhouse. That's all you need is, is, is that. The greatest... Did you ever? Do you have the Roadhouse on Blu-ray or DVD or anything? I have it on DVD. Yeah. There's a, did you ever listen to the commentary track with Kevin Smith and uh, Scott Mosier? I don't know if mine's on that one. I probably got like the the seven ninety nine. Just okay, just the you just bring the it in and it says menu scene selection oh, okay. and audio. That's probably about it. Okay, I'll have to loan you my copy. I have a couple copies of that movie, but it's worth just watching just for the commentary from Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier. Oh, it's hilarious! One of the best commentaries ever. I love that Jeff Healy song when the night comes. Yeah, calling or when it comes uh, falling. I'm yeah, not sure yeah, what yeah. it is, but yeah. that is so good. Solid. Jeff Healy's solid, man. He's dead. He died. It's, tr- it's tragic. Yeah, he died. He's good How much player. blood does this guy have? He's been bleeding out of his mouth for the past like five minutes. Well, not everyone knows it. Ninjas have an infinite amount of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was like the power of meth, and now he's got so much blood. His shoulder is still spurting. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, just like how much blood can he be like spurting out of his mouth and out of his shoulder? Oh, that's a nasty. That's a gory looking. Ew. Do we have any cut a veins switch or arteries? Blade? Nah. A switchblade did that? Yeah, okay. Just goes... I don't remember her carving a freaking star into his arm. <laughs> that's almost a... like a gunshot wound. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a horrific wound. Not even a, that would be like a gunshot exit wound. Yeah. I mean, you you definitely want to stick your fingers in the wound. Yeah. Probe around. You know, yeah. Yeah. that's really. Totally just. I'll yeah, this, this little piece of cloth is going to take care of that, too. This <laughs> Just going to pat it very, very lightly. This looks like the term. Because that thing seen. is like at least oh, two inches like Deep. wide. Yeah. It's like the scene in the Terminator where he's. That was the coolest scene when I was when I was little. Um, I love that scene. When he's, he's in that shithole hotel, like fixing himself up. Yep. Like, all right, let's pause again for a second. I was trying to be like, switch the car out. What's your time? I thought it said 29 on there, but it's actually 25. So I'm actually surprised how um, bloody they're making this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a hurry. It's a. They had to pull people in somehow. Yeah. 
They did, that's true. There's a couple little flubs. I just have to get my system down. This video from you guys looks really good though. It's nice and bright. You can see you guys nice and clear. Audio is good. I've got audio from that mic over there too. That's a that's a really solid microphone. It's a shotgun mic, directional. So like anything that we miss, that picks up probably. It'll miss. It'll pick that up, and then that's pretty good. So it'll pick up at least these this audio track and that audio track will pick up, you know, everything. And then the MacBook. Well, actually, it's not recording anything, but. And there would have been just row upon row of movies like this back in the day, Rick. Like you, I know. You're looking like, oh, I can't get Rambo 2, but there's 50 of movies like this to pick oh, right. from. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know how, wait, what kind of release this movie got. Probably didn't get <clears> that wide of a release. Yeah, we were just talking. They definitely, when you couldn't get Rambo, you can probably get like Missing in Action 3. Yep. Right? It's a good alternative to that. Okay, so he's like sticking a tube up his arm. What the hell is going on? And he's not passing out. Yeah, like, okay, I see why, because uh, he's missing part of his vein. That was crucial to blood. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh my god. So, he's like, so maybe this is the part where he becomes a ninja because he's self-operating on himself. Or no, the robot. This is the robot part. Yeah, right? The robot part. Know. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Same thing. Whatever. I don't, I don't pretend to know anything. Yeah. That's happening. How did he get this medical training? Is it by the same way he got his ninja training? It must have been in a previous comic slide. <laughs> yeah, he, he got it by doing invisible kicks and a couple push-ups and a couple sit-ups, and now he's got medical training too. That's it. That's all you need, and the mullet, and the drugs. <laughs> yeah, the power of the mullet and the me- methamphetamine yeah. combined. He knows everything. If they were to film this just a little differently, like having him jump down from buildings or jump out between stuff, I think it would actually would be a little better, right? I, I think so. Because they're doing some pretty cool stuff, or they're trying to do some pretty cool stuff with the claw, you know, going for the face or the <laughs> chest or stuff like that. But Not enough parkour. <laughs> Got well, to do more parkour. Not enough emphasis on the ninja. He's yeah. just standing there more or yeah, less. Yeah, he's just like, hey, I'm gonna just gonna like challenge you guys right here. He's shoving an entire piece metal of metal plate. into his arm. Like that thing of metal is bigger than his arm. <laughs> what? And he's he's just doing this. He's like, yep, I'll take another and pill he now. Got, magically, he got more meth. <laughs> he's got more meth now. What are we going to do about all that facial swelling and the badly battered nose? Are we going to fix that too? or? Uh, 
Just put a stake on it. It'll be okay. <laughs> He's still bleeding from the shoulder, by the way. Yeah, every that's the classic wound in movies. Oh, it's a shoulder wound. It's fine. Yeah, it's actually kind of fatal a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, if you don't treat it, it can become infected at anything. Like, why not just go to the <clears throat> hospital, my man? Like, right. He goes in there. I'm a ninja. I go to the front of the line. Of course you do. <laughs> of course. Step you're aside. Wait, you're gonna right wait here. <laughs> here comes the one officer in this yeah, town. Yeah, the, the one officer in this whole town. They probably borrowed them from the next town over, too. <laughs> 201, I know you're in there. Open up. Come on, 201. I like how generic it is, too. It just says police department on his shoulder pad there, like on his patch. Oh, this could happen say, anywhere, right? Yeah, this could be where, any where, town. Where, what town it is or anything like that. <laughs> Weird. And you never stand right in front of the door like that when you're knocking or going to go in. You always stand on one side of the, the door jam. He is looking rough, though. He is not looking good. No. Something's going to happen here because he's looking for like his artist bench, his easel or whatever it is. He's got to get his powers from somewhere, and we're just not hearing it because we don't have sound for the movie, so... Right, I wish we could have sound for a lot of these movies. It would be amazing, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying that there's some way that where he's getting his powers, not just from the mullet or the meth. Right. You know, like, that's only going to do so much for you. I was kind of thinking that there was going to be some element of, like, Dr. Frankenstein or Supernatural to this, like some type of transformation. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought so. I didn't. Well, I mean, when this is like a comic book, what are these drugs? I mean, yeah, he keeps drugs. getting meth. Like Randy Savage gets creams at the crop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think he secured that piece of plate in his arm? Like he just like shoved it in there. Yeah, just so pure like, will. Yeah, and like, but like, how, how is it gonna stay? Like, <laughs> well, you fold the slap of skin over on each side, and it'll just—it's good. A stapler. So now he's gonna draw something else. So this must be how he gets his power. He's—he's he's gonna, and he's gonna start on a random one, not even on the top one. That's gonna bother me. He's got a rapidograph pen, which I really enjoy drawing with. I like those. They're very difficult to clean, though. That's my knowledge of. You make the, You use those sometimes? Yeah, I do. I do enjoy the rapidograph pens. They have a. They have, they're like drafting pens, like professional drafting pens. And they've got like a hollow tip as opposed to like a felt pen. Ah. Like a felt tip. It's, um. Oh, the father here is now going to piece two and two together that my son is the robot. Ninja. Yeah. What I think he already saying? knows. Once I thought, what did it say? Something. Once he thought he was mistaken, but, uh, something I. But I, once I thought I was. Wrong, but I was mistaken. mistaken. Okay, that's a super good dad joke, on a on a dad hat, (laughs) very dad hat. I'm thinking if that thing was just baby blue and said "I'm number one" in white letters, that'd be just like the Seinfeld number. Somebody wrote on that hat with a marker. That's all it is. Yeah. How did the thugs infiltrate their home? Why is they already whooped the ninja's ass? They already whooped the ninja's ass. You don't know how to throw the old man down the flight of stairs. He only has, like, one weapon, too. Like, don't you think that's limiting your... That doesn't really make you much of a ninja if you have one weapon. Shouldn't he have, like... There's no sword. There's no nunchucks. There's, I mean, there's yeah. nothing else. I mean, there's only so much, like, yeah, you don't want to weigh yourself down with needless stuff, but you should have at least a couple things with you, you know? Like a Just stick. in case, like, you know, 
you can't get in close with those claws. You need to get, you need to have something. You need to have like, I would at least have like a sword. Definitely. You know, like that's a, a that's like a, a prime right? example. Yeah. Those, yep. uh, the fighting six. The fighting like, stick. Yep. Yeah. Tonfa. Yeah, you can make a, that with a, with a broom handle. Yeah. You know, size. <laughs> something yeah. like that where you want to be in a longer distance could have been <clears throat> like in his favor against all these people. And especially with a blade, I love how could have been swiping it. I love how we're rationalizing the shortcomings of uh, yeah, the Robot sh- Ninja. The shitty ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the lack of ninja that we find disturbing. He's it doing good the- things with the claw. It's just he's not ninja. Right, right, right. Yeah, everything he's doing so far is very not ninja. Uh, I I love ninja movies. In fact, I was a, such a big ninja fan when I was a little kid. And I think I even had like a ninja karate gi I would wear around. And I always wanted to take karate. My parents would never put me in karate. I always wanted to. POV, and, uh, you're getting choked out by this girl who's yeah. <laughs> the, the leader of the thugs. <laughs> How about American Ninja with Michael Dudikoff? Dude, I have all those movies on Blu-ray. Part two is the best where he's fighting all those guys. Like oh. Some of them have red geese, some have yellow. Yeah, yeah. They, they mean different things, but they don't do anything yeah. different. There's so many of those. And uh, like just the, just the Ninja movies, Ninja 1, Ninja 2. Ninja 3, The Domination, where like the spirit of the ninja possesses somebody else, and he's like running around. Hmm fucking shit up it's all dude they're awesome they're great movies it also reminds me of those um wasn't there like ninja assassin like in the that's mi- a that's mid a new, 2000s yeah, yeah that was actually pretty solid okay um and there was also um best of the best kind i of, love that movie i just yeah. watched that on uh, netflix the karate tournament yep yeah best of the best man that was great there's no coach that has a better, like, inspiring voice than james earl jones oh, oh she's shoving man. the gun right through his eyeball right in his eye no, Didn't she's killing him with the gun. Oh. Didn't he? Oh, now she fired it. Ugh. That's how you save money on not needing, like, blanks or anything. You, you just, just stab a guy through his eye with the gun, and then you fire it. Oh, little, no. Now now we're going to do something with the hook. little Texas Chainsaw meat hook thing going on. Who did she kill? The dad? or The, the dad. dad, yeah. She killed the dad. Rip. Very brutal. Rip Pops. Rip Daddy. <laughs> She's going to get her comeuppance, and it has to be something a little more innovative than just the gauntlet claw to the He's face. Strong. Well, they're <laughs> or maybe re- not. I, I, I think they're reusing that prop head. You know, that's why they did the eye thing a second time. Yeah. Because they had to re- re- reuse their thing. He's drawn exactly one panel of a cartoon for his comic for whatever reason. Taking more meth. More, more meth. Well, the swelling isn't nowhere. going down. Uh, it's not improving. Well, he's not taking stuff for the swelling. He's taking stuff to stay alive. He's taking meth to f- keep his heart from going. But there, I mean, at a certain point, like it's gonna explode. <laughs> there was the Howard the Duck in the background. I, I saw it that time. That yeah. time. He is in no shape to be doing any of this stuff that he's doing right now. I'm surprised they didn't. They haven't done the Howard the Duck uh, um, special appearance in the Marvel movies. You think he would have made an appearance? They only had him as like an Easter egg, I think, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he was a little bit in just in Guardians, and that was it. Yeah, he smoked cigars, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a cool. Did you ever read the comic, or did you ever see those? They were pretty cool. They were good. Nice. Just like it, a I remember shoe. the the time when he showed up before Guardians, and he looked like an absolute nightmare. <laughs> like speaking yeah, of yeah. nightmare Old school ones. Yeah, she's gonna get hers right here. He just killed her. No, this is a dream he's having. Oh, he's having a dream. Okay. No, I don't know. Popcorn? She's she's vomiting up her own guts. This can't be real. You know, there's too much smoke. 
Oh yeah, now no, yeah, they're all they're all yeah. dead. They're he's, all zombies and everything. He's traumatized that they're gonna get him again. Oh, Look at the practical effects on some of this stuff. It's solid, man. I mean, you think for a guy with like no yeah, his mask no is budget. not dented. He's healed completely. Like no, no, stay back, stay back. This cannot be happening in. No, this is a dream sequence. Like this is some uh, Evil Dead stuff here. I'm just I yeah, because yeah, his face is his face is normal now, yeah. right? Or like how you can see like he, this guy who's pulling out his guts that just had him like on the inside of his shirt. <laughs> oh, that's like the worst looking guy. I mean, like just the it? grossest looking fake guy. There we go. That's not the guy yeah, who got not, his hand pretty, cut off. That's solid. I mean, their makeup's pretty good. I mean, for you know, not too bad. They probably had a forty nine ninety five special effects budget, so they're hey, doing the most they can with they, it. I think it's yeah, pretty pretty good. Nice. I had and, to get a bunch of buy one get one free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not to mention this film was shot on 16 millimeters, so lighting this thing would have been a nightmare. That's why they're keeping most of this stuff in the dark. Yeah. I guarantee you all of their budget went to film production and and post-production and all I had to have because... They went to the upkeep of the mullet. Yeah, see? Yeah. Now he's all jacked up and back in his car again. That's what he's going to do to them, right? Like he's going to make them rip their own guts out when he gets a hold of them. What do you think he's going to accomplish by like doing this stuff? Lighting that shot right there would have been a nightmare. They have a giant light off in the corner just trying to fill as much screen as they can with light. Because shooting in the dark, man, with those 16-millimeter cameras has got to be a nightmare. Jeez. Look at that wallpaper. I was going to say, that wallpaper is That wallpaper sweet. is hideous. <laughs> I, I love that wallpaper. Was, oh, now he's awesome. going to find his dearly departed pops. Yep, there's, there's the hat. The hat. Mm-hmm. It's got Put some, the hat on, and it'll give you powers. Some definitely some Dario Argento style lighting here. Some uh, some um, Giallo style lighting with the blue and the. We should the, watch Blood and Black Lace. You, ever you, seen did, that? you know what? That was a. I was gonna pick that one. That Blood is and so Black good. Lace. Yeah. But you know, I hesitated because I love that movie so much, and the movie I was talking about, Iron Monkey. You know, yeah. that was another one, too. They're such great movies that I would have a hard time, I think, picking them apart and being overly critical of them, you know? I love the music in Blood and Black Lace. Yeah. It's so good. That's a movie I want to just watch and, like, not... You not know, roast talk, it. Not roast it, yeah. But this one, I kind of have no... Robot Ninja Fucker, meet us at the Junkyard. Junkyard, yeah. <laughs> he had no emotional, like, toll on seeing his dead father hanging upside down here. He's more at pre- least I think that's his father. They never yeah, show his face. These I mean, they show the hat and they show a little bit of the body, but they never show his face, so you you can't tell. He's more annoyed they called him a fucker. Yeah. Would a fucker have a Formula One car? <laughs> I don't think so. Right? That's what he's thinking. <laughs> How dare you judge my mullet? Look, the cop who was asleep across he's like the street. Right there. If you don't have probable cause to get him now, you're never going to. No. Just saying. <laughs> He's like, something's definitely going on now. Yeah. yeah, as a former law enforcement officer, Rob, how do you feel about the handling of their portrayal of uh, law enforcement in this? Well, that's what I was saying. You know, Anytime <laughs> you're going to go into a dangerous room, you always stand right in the middle of the door, never <laughs> off to either of the sides. You don't need backup. You can always do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't need any type of backup. You don't need any even a firearm, just an old mag light with the big D-cell <laughs> gotta batteries. Your, got to make yourself a... Big target, uh, the biggest target as possible. The biggest, yeah, the Look at how target. long he's hanging in that doorway. Like sure. He, <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that. What movie were we? We were, we were doing something. Oh, we were watching. I think Zombie Three. Yeah, I was telling you about <laughs> clearing, clearing your, clearing the corners. Basically, it's a old military, and I, pretty much a police thing. Is you don't want to make yourself a big silhouette and 
like a door yeah. or window, you want to make yourself as small of, of a target as possible so you don't get shot. You know, so when right, you're right. hanging in the middle of a door frame like what right Zeus <laughs> was like last week, like yeah, I'm a big old target. Like please <laughs> shoot me. Like we all know Zeus couldn't get through that door. Even if you pushed his arms down, they'd just he spring just back up and yeah, he gets, sideways. turn sideways. I'm saying, like, this guy's he's just hanging around in open door frames for way too long. Yeah, yeah. But he, finally, I was just going to say, the thing that bugs <laughs> me the Who's most he going to call it into? Himself? <laughs> yeah, but he never says anything on the radio. Like he didn't even yeah. press the button. He just hold it, held it up and was like, Ugh. Who's contaminating this crime scene? Wait, I am. That's okay. He's like, I touched everything in here. That looked like a Ninja Turtle thing he kicked aside. Did you see that? It was like it looked exactly like that. Like a, it was weird looking. Is he cut in half? Is the dad cut in half? It's just his legs like swinging. That's it looks like it. they just took a mannequin and nope. There's a torso. Okay. Still no face. And that it's flashlight is now so impressive. Now he calls somebody. You know, what is it? It's like a. Li- well, I didn't even see the flashlight. There's really no noticeable light. It's yeah. not doing, any, <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> oh man. At least it didn't damage the car. That's, <laughs> that's like the, next. That's the best part about this movie is the vehicle. That van is pretty sweet, though, too. I don't well, like that, that I mean, it's not even a Trans Am or Firebird. It's just, it just has a formula. <laughs> yeah, it's just a formula. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get the rights to have one put on there. No. It's formula. But they used, like, like Pizza Hut and Doritos and everything. 7-Up, like, yeah. 7-Up, like, superfluously, so... so. I actually want that van. Like you can, then you got to get a can Dude, of like know, pink spray paint and like yeah. cross out free candy, free yeah. puppies, oh, right? <laughs> like it just reminds me of a Cheech's van from Up in Smoke, where he's got the dingle balls on it, and he like puts the fur on top of the dashboard or whatever. You need like a wizard out. and a dragon uh, oh, painting on the side, right? Some thick avocado green carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The van I would like is the one from uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown when we watched oh, that. Yeah. That pink one that was roaming around, that was Dude, awesome. Piper, they were cruising the desert in this pink, pink-ass van. It was, it was amazing. amazing. It was awesome, dude. <laughs> it had, like, all these, like, uh, like armor and shit. Like, it was cool as hell. Because uh, it was, like, the women were driving in that van, right? Yeah, because it, was, the, it was all the women because they the were women. nurses. They were nurses. They were, they were, like, these rogue, renegade band of nurses that were looking for the last fertile man on Earth, and it was Piper. <laughs> and they fo- and they followed him by following the trail of like pregnancies throughout the desert, and that's how they tracked down Piper. Lucky for them, yeah. they just happened to find him, right? Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Did um, he say just when you think you have all the answers, I change the questions? Did yeah. he, did he say we that? couldn't hear nothing. Oh. Yeah, we couldn't. We didn't hear any audio. I was gonna put the subtitles on. I was like, oh, that's gonna be too distracting. That's too distracting. Yeah. Blades through the forehead again. Again, it's like either someone's arm gets messed up or or like they have head wounds. You know. Yeah. It, that's that's what they're going for in this one. No. Yeah. Pick up the gun. Improvise. Use it. Yeah, that'll help you tremendously. Ninjas don't use guns. Well, he's that's really. Is he, well, I mean, yeah. is he a real ninja? Did he get trained by Master Splinter? Or Michael Dudikoff? Yeah. No. No, he did not. Oh, that's is that the flashlight? Is that the same flashlight that the cop had? That guy's flashlight looks like it has two or three more batteries in it, a little <laughs> bit longer, but it still does next to nothing. It's a well lit scene, though. Like nothing, yeah. They've got the you can three release sources, right? The red truck is lit up, the yellow one, two mm-hmm. big sections of ground. Yeah, it's a this film is made pretty well. I would say it's shot well. It's uh, cinematography is solid on this on this film for being a no budget. So someone at least had the the practical knowledge of this is where you need to stand to light this scene. Oh, certainly, yeah. Like, everything is, like, 
he everything is right in the center. In other words, like there's nothing off center or anyone moving weirdly, you know, and the camera isn't shaking all over the place, so it it looks good. So the cheap uh cop has now shown up and he's gonna get chased off by the van. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he gets run down. I don't really know that Yeah, there's only so he's it's only so fast he can run. Yeah. I just don't think that or maybe he's gonna stay alive and help this guy like be successful and mm-hmm. then like hey, hey just no one's looking just get out of here probably yeah oh i think we could ad lib there i think she said oh shit <laughs> definitely yeah oh well how well, what happened over? to him I, did, yeah, he, the, did he get smashed the cop got squished looked like he got smashed between the van and this pile of tires and here's the ninja. Finally, he did a jump, right? Some type yeah, of... Sometime. He did an aerobatic <laughs> <Yes>. maneuver. <laughs> sometime. And he's still on the losing end. Yeah. You were on top, my dude. I wonder if they only have... Oh, oh the back yeah. Of the Is she like that much of a formidable foe? I mean, do you need to do all this stuff? Can you just like wring her neck or something? Does she, I mean, is she that like imposing of a... Oh, he must yeah. be like the weakest robot ninja It ever. wasn't just her though. It's because she was like the leader of this whole gang. And the gang did most of the work. So like the gang was messing him up. Have like, so now that right? he's all jacked up, he's weak. Like he's got a plate in his arm. He's He's all messed up. He's on I think so we, much meth. He just got stabbed in the back of the neck, I yeah, think. He did, yeah, he got stabbed in the back of the neck. Why didn't he just like run her over? And he had a throwing star right there. He was like going to use it. And he got traumatized by this image of a demon again. Yeah. It's the drugs that are yeah, making him. Yeah, he's on so much out, meth, right? he's seeing yeah. stuff. Oh, she's going to beat him to death with a tire iron. beat him with a crowbar. Oh, tire iron. Yeah, it's okay. It's a, she, it's a bludgeon weapon. It's all the same. She's like the worst villain ever. In any of these movies. <laughs> she really is. And he cannot did, kick her ass. He is struggling so bad. How did she become the leader? I mean, maybe she knows, like, something. She's Maybe she really is a badass. The, and we're just underestimating her. I it's think, the shirt. It's the t-shirt. She got the last one. This is this is the leader it says shirt. Hell's Kitchen. She's huh. got, um, well, it's the, uh, the uh, flannel and the headband. Oh yeah, in the '80s movies that they make you the leader for sure. You know what another another great uh, gang movie is is Death Wish Three. Yes, isn't that movie great? Oh yeah, I'd love to watch Death Wish Three. There really isn't like so much going on in that movie. Where no, it's could... just a, basically a scene to have any type of backdrop where Charles Bronson can shoot someone with right. a pistol. Did you see the new? They made some new movie. Um, Comes another cop. He just shot with him. A, with a Charles with Bronson lookalike. He looks exactly like Charles Bronson. But he's an Italian actor. No kidding. He looks exactly like Charles Bronson. And that's what they're banking on, right? But he can't speak English. It's not like his first language. So, like, they have to overdub his voice. And they have him in these, like, ridiculously low-budget movies like this where he's, like, still killing people. It's really surreal. I would think so. Well, they've actually remade Death Wish twice. Once they called it Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon. Which was kind of solid. And it was actually based on a novel by Brian Garfield who wrote Death Wish. Right, right. And then the one they did with Bruce Willis, I really wanted to like it. I just couldn't. It's because it was Eli Roth, too. And you're like, Eli Roth and Bruce Willis, like the guy who made Hostel. I mean, forget about it. Did you ever watch it? Did you ever see that one? Uh, No, I haven't. I haven't watched those. They're but, solid, man. Yeah, but Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon is really, really good. That was good. That I, mask I just it. like but was also, made of plastic right yeah. there. <laughs> they did another one, too, recently that was similar. They did a Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Hmm. Another uh, venge- vengeance kind of movie. How about The Brave One with Jodie Foster? Oh, that, that was... I dug that. Yeah, I, I did, too. I dug that movie. 
So, Rob, I don't know if you saw that, but that cop just shot a perpetrator in the back. <laughs> in the back. He shot that lady in the back. Well, I didn't get to pay close enough attention, but if she still has a weapon in her hands and the ability she to She had cause... no weapon. Okay, then he, he might get written up for that one. Yeah, he's probably... I mean, she might have been running away, but from what I understand, it is not an okay thing to be shooting people in the back. Well, the commissioner is going to chew his ass out when he gets back, right? Oh, well, not to bore you too much. Did he blow his but, brains out? Yeah. But yeah. there is some case law. like it, You have to weigh like the danger that they present if left unchecked. Like, yeah. The mm-hmm. danger they present to the community, the severity of the offense. So there is some circumstances when you can shoot someone in the back. It, yeah. Yes, but like I said, yeah, it has to weigh like the severity of the offense, the danger they are to the community if you don't do that. So there are some times when you can do it, but you just don't get carte blanche to... Well, yeah. So in other words, like if you're in like a shootout with somebody and they turn to run away, but they're still holding their weapon. Yeah, or you think that you watch this guy come from a a murder scene. Like this guy just killed somebody and he still has the means to kill other people if I don't Mm -hmm. stop him. So there are times when it's permissible. but I mean, maybe yeah. she deserved it because she did kill the father. You know, She did shove the gun straight through his eye and yeah. pull the trigger. So, <laughs> Did you have to learn that stuff too in the military? Did they tell I you mean, there's, there's certain levels. Of, it's totally different from the military, especially if you're like deployed and whatnot. They give you a whole like rules of engagement list, and you have to follow it or else you're, you're fucked. And I knew people who wouldn't fire their weapon for anything mm. at all. And so I've had to fill out the paperwork a bunch of times because it, it, it happens, you know, so you get, there's certain things you got to like, you know, shining your flashlight, yelling stop and, you know, shining your flashlight, point, pointing the flashlight on your gun, you know, pulling off a blank or not a blank, but a, like a warning shot, you know, shooting a tire if it's a truck shooting the engine block again, if it's a truck or whatever following you, like there's certain levels that you have to go through before shooting the actual person. Hmm. So that that and that should be like your last resort. That's what they taught us. And to have the ability to be aware of all that stuff in a stressful and traumatic environment. I mean, But all the, that stuff can yeah. happen, yeah, in a blink of an eye. So exactly. even though I did that, like, I mean, that might have been a little bit out of order, but you can do all that stuff very, like, quickly. You can just yeah. be like, yeah, the law all in, like, almost one motion until you... You know, like you do your uh your warning shot like it's like you're shining your flashlight at them and you're pointing you're showing them your weapon and then as soon as you do your warning shot and then you're moving up to the tire and you're moving up to the engine block then is when you stop you have to stop there hmm. because then if they get out and then they start like pursuing you more then you know it's kind of like that with the use of force for law enforcement too. They call it preclusion, where you can skip all the steps and go right to deadly force. And, unless so they're, yeah, unless they're firing directly at you, yeah, there are certain things we have to do. So hmm. fascinating. Oh, it's the end credits here. Yeah. Michael Todd is Leonard Miller. I did. I didn't know his name was Leonard Miller. And and Robot Ninja. We couldn't figure that out. That he no was way. Robot Ninja. He gets double no. billing. Really. I'm just going to go ahead and say that Michael Todd probably doesn't have a lot of other films to his credits. If they do, they're probably uh, J.R. Bookwalter films, which, you know, I would love to be in a J.R. Bookwalter film. So, hey, Floyd Ewing Jr. This guy was also in The Dead Next Door, which I'd love to watch with you guys sometime, too. Um, I think you guys get a kick out of that. It's a zombie invasion movie. Awesome. Yeah, it's nice. definitely the same kind of low-budget uh, style. But, you know, these kind of movies are my favorite movies. Say what you want about them, but these are the movies that I would have loved to have made 
back in the 90s with my friends, and this is exactly how it would have looked with zero experience. And hey, Burt <laughs> Ward, look at Burt yeah. Ward and Leanna Quigley is in this. Also. Oh, Leanna Quigley, she's well known she's for like great. topless scenes in 80s movies and stuff. And and Burt Ward is Robin from Batman. Oh, how yep. can I forget that? Yeah. Leanna Quigley, Return of the Living Dead, the cemetery scene. She's the punk girl yeah. with the bright pink hair. Also, yeah. uh, uh, Night of the Demons. Nice. Have you seen Night of the Demons? I have not. Oh, man, that's a great one. Oh, look at look at Mike Shea Mike as Shea. Rip himself. <laughs> Another Rip. Another character named Rip. Very 80s. Right? Yeah. Very 80s. Yeah. 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 Bernie Keister. You know, that's an unfortunate last name, Keister. Keister. Better hope he never goes to prison, yeah. man. <laughs> The or exit the only tattoo isn't going to help him, right? Yeah, ooh. yeah. or the no, military, no. he'd get made fun of real Keister. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah, I certainly, you know, what, an, what a great feeling, though, for this filmmaker to have pulled off a movie like this. And I'd be super proud of this movie if I Hel- made it. Hapless? Hapless? Hapless, yeah. Another you unfortunate. <laughs> another unfortunate name, but hey. Okay, so there was more cops that they choked. They just like didn't once. show. And there's a filmmaker himself, Jared Bookwalter, as Spinell. You know, there's something to be said for just putting something on in the background, and you can have it on, and you don't have to pay super close attention to it. Yeah, that's kind you of know? my thing. Yeah, exactly. And um, that's why it's hard picking movies that are, you know, more narrative driven or or sure. aren't like extreme B movies because these movies don't have a ton of substance. They always have to have more special effects going on and they're easy to low-hanging fruit i guess is yeah. what we say and but. we don't lose anything by talking about something else while this is on no we always come all. back and we can cherry pick the funny stuff that's yeah. going on in here certainly and it, it's a okay additional cast people that weren't good enough to be billed right crack off. processors <laughs> oh geez i'm gonna put that on my resume i'm a crack hallway processor. technician <laughs> a hallway technician and crack processor I'm do you have any experience processor. as a restaurant patron? Yes, I'm a bookstar yes, patron. Skippy Buckshot. What a great name that guy is. The Produced guy through has. the facilities of the suburban temp company, Akron and Mogador, Ohio. Yeah, Tempe, Tempe Films is Gerald Bookwalter's uh, production company. And, yeah, uh, they definitely found an open field in Ohio somewhere and just filmed this whole thing. Oh, like 100%. 100%. <laughs> Brock the Rock Bowman. Oh, yeah. That, he had to have been like a regional wrestler at some point. <laughs> Brock the Rock. Jeffrey Spud Scaduto. What a great name not to capitalize on, Brock the Rock. Oh, I know. He re- he should have been in No Holds Barred. Knives Floyd. supplied by <laughs> Knives by Dale. Forks <laughs> by Frank. <laughs> yes. Spoon supplied by, ah, uh, uh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, what? Craft services, winky dinky dog. Uh, Home winky. of the whole cakes. <laughs> Who doesn't want a whole cake? We all winky. do. Big ugly van by vans by Spud. <laughs> winky dinky dog is a as a um, little Easter egg for the movie Hollywood Shuffle with uh, Robert Townsend. It's a comedy hmm. movie. You ever seen that? I'm not. He mentions that several times in his films. I've I've I own all these films on Blu-ray and DVD, and I've listened to the commentary several times i'm really into film commentary i like listening to the filmmakers chat about their movies and I one, do of the, too. one of my big inspirations for starting this podcast actually i was the initial idea was to make a film commentary of my own but i don't think i'm that interesting by myself so i didn't get my my friends to do it with me <laughs> but if you're only one person viewing something and watching something, you're going to have so much dead air where you just don't have something to say because right. it's all response-based. You or know? you're right. going to have a really short show. Yeah. I mean, that's usually how it goes. And I, I'm Unless t- you're doing, like, a ton of research. Yeah. Right, and I'm terrible at that. Like, I'm yeah. not, oh, I don't you're right, the 2018 restoration. Oh, there we go. So they okay. did a 2K film scan. Okay. 
and a 1080p. Yeah, the main title sequence there. Yeah, 1080p. I would have. I just want to see. I bet you the. Now, do you um, know what that is? The Commodore Amiga. The Amiga. 100 percent. Yeah, definitely. Is that a camera or something? No, of it's film an old. Uh, it's an old computer. Oh, they even oh. had a song, "Robot Ninja," and I am the Robot Ninja. <laughs> so this is definitely worth uh, a second viewing if you guys throw it on your DVD player. Sometime. Lords of the Rising Sun video game. Cinemaware, huh? You're right. There's the Dead Next Dead Door, Next Door yeah. roommates. Yeah. They had to get OKs for all that stuff, except for Dead Next Door. Yeah, there is... we go with the pencils, the inkers, the lettering, and the layout, the mm. color cover. Okay, pinups. That's what I was kind of talking about earlier. Hmm. Filmed in Amsco Vision. Hmm. Look, yeah, filmed Lakemore, in the village Ohio. of Lakemore, okay. Ohio. Green Look at all Township, that Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Akron, and then yeah. the one California. So. Yeah, in Toronto, Ontario. And it's probably some B, B-roll stuff from Toronto. I, I'm curious as to... I'd like to listen to the commentary on this and uh, and figure that out. I just heard a click there. Yeah, that was the, the shutter. Yeah. That was the shutter that went off there. But I kind of like that there are some filmmakers that do things regionally. Like George Romero, he always made his stuff in the Pittsburgh area. He's like, you don't have to yeah. go to Hollywood to make quality movies. Right, right. And this is... You know, quality can be a very broad definition. Yeah. But still... <laughs> yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Well, that's our show for the week. Um, thank you all for tuning in and, and joining us again for while we talk about goofy things. But uh, if you're interested, check us out on social media. Search for Too Fat to Skate Podcast on Instagram. Send us an email if you'd like to hear us review something at TooFatToSkatePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, TikTok, Instagram. All of it. All uh, of it. Just search for Too Fat to Skate Podcast on pretty much any social media. Facebook. Yeah, Spotify too. You can actually Spotify. just do a Google Spotify search and yep. find yeah. the files well, on there. Yep. We're not just on Spotify. We're also pretty much yeah. Where are we at? at? Everywhere. Stitcher. That, yeah. So we go through Anchor, and Anchor goes through like Apple Podcasts and cool. Spotify Podcasts cool. and Stitcher and a bunch of a bunch of different stuff. So that's why we went through Anchor. Nice. Cool. Well, uh, join us next week when our film will be. I have no idea. Well, I won't know until we'll figure it out to sun- be determined. Won't know until Sunday morning, five minutes before we <laughs> yeah, <go laughs> two minutes before we go on. <laughs> yeah, that, I like to keep it uh, impulsive and fresh. Rock, but. paper, scissors to pick. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.